Welcome, everyone, to Heartbeat Theater. This is your host, C.P. McGregor, inviting you to be the guest of the Salvation Army for the next half hour. Our star this week is Lou Merrill. Our story this week is titled Once a Thief and was written for Heartbeat Theater by Milton Kahn. It's the story of Zack Binney and how he discovered that once a thief, always a thief doesn't have to be true in every case. Starring Lou Merrill as Major Stewart and Tommy Cook as Zack, here is Act One of Once a Thief. Yes? Good morning, Judge Howe. Well, Major Stewart, come in, come in. Thank you. Always glad to see the Salvation Army in my court. Sit down. Thank you. <clears throat> well, is this just a social call or your weekly visit to see who's on the docket? Well, I, I'm afraid it isn't a social call. <laughs> it seldom is, is it, Major? But I I wish I knew how you can come in here week after week and watch the same dreary parade. Well, it's not a waste of time, not as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I know. That's uh, that's what you tell me every week. You come here to save souls and help the unfortunate. That's right. One of our most important missions is to see that men and women with a record get a chance to straighten themselves out. Well, Majors, I've said before, it's a wonderful idea in theory. But in practice, well, I'm afraid it doesn't work too well. Oh, you don't think so? Well, I'm afraid I've seen too many of them come back a second and third time to think so. Now, uh, don't, don't misunderstand me, Major. I'm on your side, but I'm afraid... You say they're... you've seen them come back two and three times? That's right. All of them? Oh, no, certainly not. Well, Judge, those who don't, don't you think that they may have learned the truth about themselves and gone straight? Yes, yes, a few. But the majority, well, once a thief, always a thief, is more than just a worn-out cliché, Major. You really believe that? Oh, I most certainly do. Well, looks like it's about time for me to get into court. Shall we go? All right. But before we do, Judge, I'd like to say one thing. Mm -hmm. What's that? This feeling you have about once a thief, always a thief. Well... Someday, I hope I'm going to be able to change your mind. On your way, Max, and if I see you in here once more, I'll throw the book at you. Take him out. Next case. You, step up to the bench. What's your name? Zach. Zach Benny. You're uh, charged with stealing two hubcaps from a car parked in front of uh, Logan's restaurant. How do you plead? If you mean, did I take him? Yeah, I took him. Any explanation? Like the looks of him, so I took him. How old are you? Seventeen. Seventeen. Hey, a little tall for seventeen, aren't you? Yeah. Your Honor. Yes, Your Honor. That's better. Where do you live? Out of town. Any relatives here? Nope. Uh, no, Your Honor. 
Friends? Ain't been here long enough to make friends. Do you have a job? Had a few. They didn't last. One of these days, I'll get another one. Being without one doesn't seem to bother you much. That's right. It don't. And being here doesn't bother you either, does it? <laughs> Ain't much I can do about it. Your honor. Your honor. You think you're quite a hot shot, don't you, Billy? I've seen your kind before. Wise punks who think you know all the answers. You all end up the same way. You gonna send me up? I know what I'd like to do with you, but uh, the next few days you can twiddle your thumbs at Juvenile Hall until I decide what I'll do with you. But let me tell you something right now, yes, young man. Yes? Uh, may I make a request? What is it? With the court's consent, I'd like the custody of this young man. Well, Major, I don't The Salvation think... Army will give him a job and a place to sleep, and I'll make him available whenever Your Honor wishes. Hey, now, wait a minute. You from the Salvation Army? That's right, son. Well, don't do me no favors. I ain't going with no psalm singing. Order in the court. Order. Court will decide what you'll do and what you won't do. This one's not for you, Major. Well, what makes you so sure? Well, I've seen his kind before. Young punks filled with self-importance who think the world's got it in for them. So they try to get even every chance they get. Got it all figured out, haven't you? I think so. Well, Your Honor, since I seem to be a jury of one, can I be permitted to weigh the evidence before I give you my verdict? As I've often heard you instruct a jury, Judge Howell, I want to be sure beyond a reasonable doubt. You're making a mistake, Major. Well, if I am, I'll find out soon enough. Well, Your Honor? Ah, you're asking for it. All right, Benny. You can have your choice. Either you go with Major Stewart here or I throw you in juvenile hall. What's it going to be? Well, you don't give me much choice, do you? What's it going to be? Him. Okay. But you step out of line oh, just Oh, he won't. Once. I promise you, Your Honor. <sighs> I certainly wish I had your faith, Major. So do I, Judge Howell. All right, son. Shall we go? Well, we're almost at the Army Corps. Crazy. Sure nice out. Better than being cooped up in juvenile hall, isn't it? If you say so. Zach, let's sit down on this bench for a minute. Why? Well, I'd like to. Any objections? Don't make any difference to me what you do. Ah. Zach, do you mind if we talk? What about? You. <laughs> What's this going to be, the third degree? No, no, but since you're going to be with us until Judge Howell decides what to do with you, it might help if we knew something about you. All right, all right. What do you want to know? Hey, that's a pretty wicked knife you have there, Zach. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm only going to whittle with it. <laughs> Well, what about them questions you were going to ask me, huh? Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Where are you from, Zach? Little town of Wyoming you never heard of. Mm -hmm. Any family? Just my aunt. You told Judge Howell your parents were dead. Yeah, my old lady died five years ago. I see. And what about your father? He's dead, too, for all I know. Ain't seen him since I was a kid. Your parents were divorced? No. Then why in the world... Hey, now, look. I thought you said this was not going to be no third degree. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. How about school? 
Oh, school. Those dopey teachers couldn't teach me nothing. That's why I quit a year ago. I see. And is that when you came out here? Yeah. I read about the dough them stuntmen and cowboys made working in the movies. I figured I could get a job like that. Oh, you ride? Been riding since I was a kid. Well, what happened? I mean, when you got out here. Nothing happened. I couldn't get by the front gate. I see. I kicked around doing other jobs. But my dough ran out. I couldn't find another job. Is that when you stole the hubcaps? Boy, oh boy. I shouldn't play it smart getting caught. Next time. There isn't going to be a next time, Zach. There didn't have to be a first time either. No? Well, what was I supposed to do? Starve to death? Well, why didn't you come to us for help? Because I can take care of myself, that's why. Sure, sure you can. That's why you ended up in Judge Howell's court. Oh, Phipps. Now, will you listen to me, Zach? There's nothing to be ashamed of in asking for help when you need it. Bigger and older people than you have done it, and... Well, I don't care what kind of help it is you need. If you're sincere, we'll do everything we can to help you. Oh, sure. How are you going to help me? Well, we'll find a way... Hey, you're a pretty good whittler. Thanks a lot. No, 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 I, I mean it, Zach. You sure know how to handle that knife. Say, I think I have just a job for you. Yeah? In our men's social service center. Men are building some new cabinets for the recreation center. We just enlarged it, and we've been trying to find a good detail man. After seeing what you can do with that knife, I think I found him. You don't want a juvenile delinquent like me working with the guys. Suppose you let me be the judge of what I want. Looks like I'm surrounded by judges. <laughs> Maybe so, but I have more faith in you than Judge Howell. Now, Zach, let's get some food in you and a place to sleep, and then we'll go see about that job. AJ, I know how you feel about the boy, but you haven't been around him as much as I have. He's been here a week now. And you and expect the... him to change in a week? Matt, you haven't been wearing an officer's uniform very long, and there's still many things you have to learn. One of the most important is that when people come to us for help, we have to win their confidence. Make them understand that we're sincere about helping them before we can expect to see any change in them. I know that. Now, what are we supposed to do when someone like this Benny fellow comes along who won't do a thing to help? He won't take orders, and he can't be trusted. What do you mean? I, yesterday I gave him an overcoat, and today he showed up without it. When I asked him where it was, he wouldn't tell me. Well, perhaps he just left it in his room. No, I don't think so. I'm sorry, Major, but I'm afraid he's going to give us trouble. I just don't trust him. Now you're beginning to sound like Judge Howell. Once a thief... I'm or... sure the judge knows when he's run across a bad apple. You're wrong, Matt. You're wrong. Zack isn't bad. He's just fighting the world. And I'm going to find out why. I'm going to... What was that? It sounded like gunshots. But where? They came from out and back. Maybe it was just a car backfiring. No, there were shots, all right. There's where your shots came from. Zack! What are you doing with a gun? Shooting cans off the fence. Any law against it? Yes. I always do it back home. Well, you can't do it here. Where did you get the gun? I had it. Zack, I know you didn't have it when you came here. Now, where did you get the gun? I bought it. Where did you get the money? You probably stole it. No, I didn't steal it. And where did you get the money? I pawned the overcoat he gave me. Okay, now do you see what I mean? I told you. All right, Matt, all right. Zack, will you go inside? I'd like to talk to Lieutenant Summers alone. What are you going to do, ship me back to the judge? I haven't decided. It all depends. I'll see you in a little while, Zack. Boy, what an outfit this is. All this talk about wanting to help you, and the first chance they get, they call you a crook. The Salvation Army. 
Boy, what a laugh. I wish you hadn't said that about the money, Matt. I'm sorry it slipped out. But I, I still don't think he's worth worrying about. You're wrong, Matt. He is worth worrying about more than ever now. So ends the first act of Once a Thief, starring Lou Merrill as the Major and Tommy Cook as Zack. Each year during the summer months, the Salvation Army summer camp program is in full swing. These camps are part of the Salvation Army's program of planned recreation and counseling for children who wouldn't ordinarily enjoy these benefits. Funds to maintain these camps are generally raised by the local appeal by the Salvation Army. There may be one being made in your community right now. If so, and in any case, may we heartily endorse it. Support your Salvation Army summer camps and all Salvation Army activities. They're helping build a better world for your children and for you. Now, Act Two of Once a Thief with Lou Merrill as the Major and Tommy Cook as Zack. Who is it? Major Stewart. I'd like to talk to you. Well, how about it, Zach? You gonna let me in? Thanks. What's it gonna be, another lecture? No, Zach, no. I didn't come here to deliver any lectures. I don't know what else you'd want to talk about. I'm a thief, remember? Is it all right if I sit down? Ah, it doesn't make any difference to me what you do. All right, Zach. Come on. What is it? What's what? Why this smart-alecky attitude of yours about being so hard to get along with? What are you trying to prove? I thought you said this was not going to be a lecture. I am not delivering a lecture, although the good Lord knows you certainly need one. I'm just trying to figure out why you're so determined not to let anyone help you. Help me? Oh, that's a hot one. Zach, I, I, I know you don't believe me, but I want to be your friend to help you. That's why I asked just how to let me bring you here. Maybe you don't realize it, but you have a talent. Oh. I mean it. I've seen some of the work you've been doing at the men's center. You're, you're carving, I mean. If you were to develop that talent, you could make a name for yourself. I'd like to help you get started, if you'd let me. Why don't you cut it out? You're breaking my heart. You won't trust anyone, will you? Look. Nobody's ever done anything for me, and nobody's ever going to. I sure would like to know what makes you tick. What makes me tick is my own business. Yes, yes, Zach, it is. But I've worked with and helped too many kids like you to know that you're not the tough punk you're trying to make everybody think you are. And whether you like it or not, I'm going to prove it. And the best way you can prove anything is to leave me alone. Go on, go on, go on, call that judge and tell him you made a mistake. Tell him he'd better heave me in the clink and, and, and get it over with and put me in with those other no-goods and toss away the key. Is that what you really want me to do? Yes. All right, Zach. If that's the way you want it. Yeah. Now we're getting someplace. Come over to the office tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock and we'll both go and see Judge Howell. Okay. But if you should change your mind, let me know. Don't worry. I ain't going to change my mind. All right. See you tomorrow morning at 8. Bye, Zach.
Okay, Pop, truck's empty. Drive it over to the garage. Oh, hello, Matt. Hello, Major. That the last of the trucks to report in? Yeah, men picked up quite a bit of clothing and dishes in pretty good condition. Some toys, too. Going to the office? Yes. Uh-huh. Where have you been? I tried to find you before. I, uh, I had a talk with Zach Binney. Oh. Get anywhere with him? Frankly, no. I didn't think you would. Yeah, I, I know you think my feelings toward him are all wrong, but, well, even you can't reason with him. What are you going to do with him? Well, he wants me to take him back to Judge Howell's. He's smarter than I thought he was. I told him to meet me here at the office at 8 tomorrow morning. You want me to call the judge and tell him you're coming? No, 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 thanks, Matt. I'll take care of it. What do you think the judge will do with him? Oh, probably put him in juvenile hall for a while. And send him back home? Well, there's no one to send him home to, except an aunt he doesn't get along with. She's not the only one. You suppose she had anything to do with his being the way he is? Possibly. Personally, I think Judge Howell should send him to a psychiatrist. Maybe he could find out. Zach doesn't need a psychiatrist. Well, no one else seems to be able to handle him. Maybe no one else has been able to find the chink in his armor. What? Somewhere there's a way to get through this wall Zach's built around himself. You still think there's a chance for him? Yes, Matt, yes. Well, if we're going to conduct chapel service tonight, we'd better get moving. Oh, yeah. Major? Mm Mm-hmm. You think I'll ever learn to accept things the way you do? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? You you were so determined you were going to help this Benny kid. But now that he's going back, well, I thought you'd be a lot more concerned than you are. Well, don't be so sure I'm not. I may be a lot more concerned than you think. Well, good morning, Matt. I didn't think you'd be here so early this morning. I wanted to be here when you left with Benny. Oh? Has Benny shown up? It's 8.15. Yeah, he's been here. What do you mean, he's been here? That's just what I mean. He's been here and gone. Well, how do you know? It's very simple. I got here about ten minutes ago and found the door open. Something else opened, too. The safe was open. The safe? That's right. And the petty cash box is gone. You're sure? Well, it isn't in the safe, and I've looked everywhere else it could be. I even looked in the desk. I thought you might have put it in one of the drawers. No, no, I I didn't put it in the desk. When I left last night, it was in the safe. Did you lock the safe? Last night? Yes. Yes, I locked it. Yeah, well, it was open this morning, and the money was gone. And so was Benny. Wait a minute, Matt. We've no proof that the boy took the money. No, no, we don't have any proof. But he was supposed to be here at 8 o'clock. And if he was here then and found the safe open... And you're ready to brand him a thief on that evidence? Well... I hope by now you'd have a little compassion for the boy. I know, Major. I know. After our meeting last night, I went for a walk because I wanted to think. I remembered the words you read from the Bible. Give, therefore, thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. I wondered if you'd picked that particular quotation last night just for my benefit. I began to think about my attitude, my feelings toward Benny, and I realized that I do have a lot to learn about people before I can become a worthwhile officer. That's why I got here so early this morning. I wanted to apologize to the boy. I wanted to ask him to stay. (laughs) And when I found the safe open and the petty cash box gone... What are you going to do, Major? Call the police? No, Matt. But if... I left the safe open. 
What? But you said you locked it last night. I did. I don't understand. Sit down, Matt. Last night, when I was talking to Zach, I told him I'd find some way to prove to him that we believed in him and that we trusted him. That's when I got the idea. That's why I told him to meet me here this morning. What do you mean? I got here at a quarter to eight. That's when I unlocked the door and the safe. Then I walked down to the corner to get a newspaper. Well, I still don't understand why you opened the safe. I wanted Zach to find it open when he got here. I also wanted him to leave it just the way he found it. I was trying to prove something to myself as well as to Zach and to you. That he wasn't a thief? Yes. I was sure he'd be here when I got back and that the money would be here too. Uh, I know I'm not wrong about that boy, Matt. I know it. I know it. He's not a thief. He's not as bad as he'd like us to think he is. This business with the hubcaps was a... a gesture. A means of proving something to himself or to the world. But I do know there's a way to get to that boy, and this morning I thought I'd found it. I thought by showing him that we trust him, we might crack that shell of his. Uh, I still think it was the right thing to do. Yes, Major, I think it was, too. Thank you, ma'am. Perhaps it didn't teach Benny anything about faith. But it did me. Well, what are we going to do now? We're responsible for him. It's going to be a little hard to explain his disappearance to Judge Hull. Yes, it is. He wasn't too happy about letting Zach come here, but we'll have to tell him what happened. There's nothing else we can do. You're going to tell him about the money? Yes. He's bound to ask me if anything was missing when Zach left. Why? Why did he do it, Matt? Why? I know he didn't have any money, but all he had to do was ask me. I would have given him some. Maybe he was trying to prove something, too. Yeah, maybe he was. Well, no use delaying it any longer. I might just as well go and see Judge Hull. You want me to come with you? No, you better stay here. You have your work to do. If I should need your help, I... Hello, Major. Zach! Yeah. Uh, can I come in? Of course, Zach, of course. Come in, come in. Uh, where have you been? Walking. We, we were worried about you, boy. Yeah? <laughs> I'll bet you were. Well, you know you were supposed to be here at 8 o'clock, and when I got here and you didn't show up... I was here. You were? Well... Why didn't you wait or leave a note? I, I didn't know that... Look, Major, there's no use making believe you don't know what happened. When I got here this morning, the door was open, so I walked in. I figured you were around here someplace, so I sat around for a couple of minutes. And then I saw the safe was open. I figured maybe there was some money in it, so I looked, and I found a box with a few bucks in it. The petty cash box? Yeah, I guess so. I started to take the dough, but I heard somebody coming. That was me. So I shoved the box in my shirt and beat it. I was going to hop a freight and beat it out of town. But I changed my mind, so here's your dough. You don't have to count it. It's all there. Why did you change your mind, Zach? What difference does it make? You got your dough back. Now you go ahead. Call the cops. But first, I want to know why you came back. I don't know why I came back. Maybe because I'm nuts. I've... Maybe because I ought to have my head examined. Uh, Matt, do you want to see about the uh, stuff from the trucks? Sure, Major. I'll take care of it right away. Zach, why did you take the money? Look, 
now that you came back and returned the money of your own free will, there's no need to call the police or anyone else. This is just between you and me. Now, come on, son. Why? Why did you take the money? I don't know. If you needed money for something, why didn't you ask me? I don't know. Sit down, Zach. Sit down. Now, look, you've been with us a week now, and since you got here, you've... Well, to put it mildly, you've given us a lot of trouble. I tried to make you understand we were your friends, but you refused to let us help you. Now, I, I know Lieutenant Summers said and did things you didn't like, but he realized how wrong he was. Do you know that he came here this morning to apologize to you and ask you to stay with us? He wants to help you just as much as I do. But, son, neither of us can do anything for you if you won't tell us what's wrong or why you've been acting like a two-bit punk. Well, how about it, Zach? Won't you tell me about it? Well, I... I don't know why I took the money. Honest, Major, I... I just saw it laying there, so I took it. Go on, go on, Zach. I know I ain't been acting smart. Trying to be tough and everything, I... But it's been like that ever since I can remember. I was rough growing up without an old man to take care of things, and... Uh, my ma tried, but she didn't do no good, and, and and after a while she started drinking, and she drank herself to death, and after that, I I don't know, I didn't care what I did or where I went. I think I understand. And then being called Bean Pole and High Pockets and all those other names, that didn't help me none. I remember when I was going to school, you know, you know what the kids used to say when they saw me? They made up a special poem just for me. They said, Binny Binny, tall and skinny. <laughs> That's what I had a fight with my aunt. I didn't want to go to that school, but she said I had to. So I just up and left, and and that's when I came out here. And, and you know those hubcaps that I swiped? Yeah. Well, I didn't really want to swipe them. It was it was just that all my life people have laughed at me because I'm so big and nobody ever took me serious. I guess I took those hubcaps to show them I wasn't anybody to laugh at. That doesn't make sense, does it? Yes, yes, son, in a way it does. That's why you took the money from the safe, too. I don't know. Maybe. After I took the money, I was going to hop a freight like I told you, but... But then I got to thinking... Oh? About what? <laughs> about you, mostly. You never laughed at me like the others, or... Or told me that I was no good. You know, you, you're about the only one I can remember and ever liked anything I ever did. I remembered. Oh, yeah, I remember what you said about that wood carving of mine, and... And you even wanted to help me and everything. So I knew if I did beat it out of town, you'd probably get in trouble with the judge. Yes, I probably would. That's why you came back. Yeah, that's why I came back. You know, I knew you would, son. What are you going to do with me now? Do? <laughs> I'm going to help you like I said I would. That is, if you'll let me. You mean... You're not going to say anything to the cops or, or, or to the judge? Oh, I'll have something to say to the judge, all right. Something about understanding people. But right now, I think I could use a good big breakfast. How about you, beanpole? Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, let's go. You know something, Major? Mm -hmm. What? Beanpole's kind of a funny name at that, isn't it?
That was the final act of Once a Thief, starring Lou Merrill and Tommy Cook. Be sure and be with us again next week for another Heartbeat Theater story. Heartbeat Theater is a presentation of the Salvation Army and is one of the programs selected to be heard by our men and women overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Until next week, this is your host, C.P. McGregor, saying thanks for listening and have a happy week ahead. (laughs) 